0: It's about drive, it's about
1: power. We stay hungry, we devour. Put in the work, put in the hours and take what's ours.
0: Welcome to the Action Takers podcast. I am your co-host Nate. We got JC here with us as always. JC, how's it going?
1: Dude, I am uh I'm energized, refreshed and ready to uh to execute on this particular tonight's podcast. I'm excited.
0: Dude, that's great. I'm with you. I'm pumped. Uh got the energy flowing. Uh, yeah, this is gonna be a, a great episode. You know, we're we're gonna bring the heat as we always do, and uh, yeah, that's that's good. I'm glad glad you're doing good.
1: It's uh, dude. It well, it's partly because it's like some of my life choices have been rather different to say the least and I think last episode's podcast if you didn't catch that I highly recommend listening to it because we talked about some things that are important not to us but just to our families and kind of the lifestyle that we want to leave and I did something spontaneous earlier this week it there's this crazy idea that my family and I have of living on a boat and possibly like going around the world and one of those things was finding a boat that's capable of doing that and I think it was on Thursday or Friday after the podcast, and I just, I I did something kind of unique, a little crazy. I reached out to a boat broker and scheduled an appointment to go view a boat that I had kind of been dreaming about, and it was something that was kind of spur of the moment, so it got me to kind of touch, feel, look at my dreams like in person, and I think that's something that has just fired a spark uh, un, under my ass here for the next you know, six, nine months that I'm trying to execute my dreams and wants and goals. And it was, uh, it was a cool experience.
0: Dude, that's awesome. Uh, and just, <laughs> it's funny how things like kind of will just pop. Like I was scrolling on, I think it was on Facebook and then randomly, uh, it was like a, it was yesterday or the day before, like a house boat popped up for sale. Um, you know, one that you'd see like on a lake or something, nothing crazy, but I was just like, I was looking at it and I it just, yeah, I got there. I was like, huh would be kind of cool. Like there, there's a, a ton of them here on the Sacramento river, uh, close to me. And, and I see, and I'm just like, and obviously people live in them and I'm just like, never thought about that, but that'd be kind of like, that'd be different. Like, uh, and, and then of course, as, as soon as you click on it, and you start scrolling through pictures, like more popped up. And then there was like someone else was selling, uh, you know, not too far away, uh, kind of a yacht looking boat for super cheap. Um, and, and I was just like, huh, it, 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 it is kind of, uh, it's something I never thought of, of course. like I wanted a boat, right? Boats are cool, go out on the lake, go on the river, whatever. But like an actual house style, houseboat type, you know, thing, I was just like, Oh, that'd, that'd be interesting. I wonder, I wonder what that would be. And uh, you know, obviously, there's it, there's such a wide range. I mean, there's super inexpensive ones to freaking obviously $100 million million uh, dollar yachts that you could buy and, and live on. So, um, but man, that's awesome, you know, going to see it. Um, uh, how, how'd that go? I mean, what what, what is this? How big is this boat? You know, what, what, what was some of the stuff on it?
1: Well, it, so there's this like there's this house hacking that uh, San Francisco is having a huge problem with in okay. specifically in California. And the reason why they're having a problem is because these these folks who wanna live in unique, amazing places with that million dollar, two million, five million, $15 million view, they're having a problem in the San Francisco Bay because they're having these things called uh, transient boats. And there are these boats that aren't actually operational. They can't, I mean, they can sail, but they're not really like outfitted to withstand the weather and the you know the actual task of going out and sailing. And what these people have found is they don't need to sail, they just need a boat that's operational where they can live on like a generation, like generator power, solar power. And they're putting these boats in the San Francisco harbor on anchor. And these people are living there for absolutely nothing. And it's driving the taxpayers crazy in San Francisco. And so I had this idea. And I saw this article and I just kind of laughed. And I always cracked up about like oceanfront property and the ability to like live somewhere super cheap. Because like the area that we went to, we went to Gulf Gulf Shores, Alabama to go look at this boat. And the crazy thing is the gentleman who's storing this boat or keeping this boat, A, you can live on it. And the rent to have oceanfront property, now you got to provide the housing, which is aka the boat, is only $300. And that includes your septic, that includes your power, that includes, you know, your water. Everything is included for $300 and you go like two miles down the road and you look at these condos and these houses and they're, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars and they're millions of dollars and it costs you tremendous amount of money just to even maintain the damn thing. So what happened, Nate, is uh, we found this boat. It's called a Nordhaven. It's 40 feet. It's one of their smaller versions. And this boat, it's it's hole 22. And what that means is, is boats are, it's kind of like a serial number for, you know, for example, like a car. A car's got a VIN number. Boats have like serial numbers in the sense of, which hole was built, so this is hole, this is number 22 of this specific model, hole 21 of this Nordhaven 40, actually went around the world, they did it in like 28 weeks, it's, it was a, it was a pretty, pretty big feat back in 2000, I think it was 2000 or 2001, um, when this particular boat did it, and it's, this is the second boat that was built, right after that one went around the world, so we got to go see it, was $350,000. It's one of those boats that's like known for its, uh, it's, it's reliability, but also its fuel efficiency. It burns about one gallon, two gallons an hour, which is in, in car world. That's like, that's like a hybrid. That's like, you know, a crazy, you know, if you're paying $5 at the pump, you want that $5 to go as far as possible. And in a boat, when you're moving 50,000 pounds, you need something pretty fuel efficient. So it was 40 feet. It had two bedrooms. It had one, you know, a uh, bathroom, which is called a head and it had a galley, it had a living room, had everything that I really, really wanted except like a couple things like some, some of the outdoor living space type stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's, that's kind of what we ventured out and, and saw. So hopefully that answers your question.
0: Yeah, no, that that's, uh, that's awesome and, and the the cost of that is crazy cheap because it so right like with the the just to kind of compare it to like the tiny home um you know explosion that happened years you know a few years ago and stuff so i i'll just randomly scroll and i'll see places where you can rent right like if you have a trailer you can rent these spots to park your trailer and and have those same amenities you just subscribed and people are asking like 800 to a thousand dollars. I'm like, yeah, so wait, you got to buy a trailer, you got to <laughs> pay for that, and then you still it's like you, you might as well just have rent an apartment. Like the whole point of getting the trailer and then parking it somewhere to be is cheap, like you said, 300 bucks a month, and then you have your other stuff. So it, it kind of defeats a purpose when you got to pay $800 for a spot to get all that stuff. So I mean, 300 bucks sounds like a great deal. Uh, granted, you know, the boat's 350,000, but I'm sure. You'll find a cheaper boat and still pay that three hundred, which would be kind of cool.
1: Oh yeah, so like we, so the reason why we were looking at this particular boat is is one because it's it's super safe, but it's also very rare, and it was one of those opportunities that we typically we can't afford a three hundred fifty thousand dollars boat because the great thing about boats is boats are. Well, they break all the time, especially the ones on the fucking ocean. So things are going to break. So it's going to cost you about, uh, in the boating world, is what I've learned as the amateur boat hour, this podcast is. um, It costs about 10% of the overall value of the boat. So a $350,000 boat is going to cost you about $35,000 a year to maintain and run the boat. So that's like fuel, fixing stuff, general maintenance, like oil changes and and haul outs and pump outs and you know, fixing crap that breaks because the seawater apparently destroys stuff. Again, I know very very little about this stuff, so it is kind of a good deal, I think. I mean, it. I mean, maybe it's. But at the same time, you're right, Nate. I mean, I could go out and spend sixty thousand dollars on a boat and live on the water, live in the most you know tropical, beautiful place in the world for essentially three hundred bucks, which is you know, it's sixty eighty thousand dollar boat. That's It's about the same price as a truck and a trailer.
0: Oh yeah. I I mean, if not less, t- depending on, on some of them. And and of course you got that cool mobility. I don't know, like I said, w- w- when it popped in my house I was just like that's kinda cool. I mean, especially if you have it on a river or or somewhere where you yeah, you're in the ocean, but hey, I can uh go you know, go up the river, go to uh travel essentially to different states. I mean, you know, go to different parts and just I don't know, it's kind of a cool idea, kind of a cool thing to think about. Um, that you don't really uh you know Kind of think about which a lot of people do though. There's a ton of people whether it's on yeah like, like you're saying, San Francisco and the LA. I mean a lot of people spend money on these boats and then they actually that's they, they live on them um, because they save on a lot of other stuff. So um, it's it's definitely a a different and cool idea. And I think the other thing and we were kind of discussing before we started the great thing about doing what you did and that I think we don't do enough. Uh, and I just like I said finished reading uh, Thinking Grow Rich is is kind of um, putting our dreams or our goals or into more of a reality, right? Going in, you know, maybe you're not going to buy this boat today, but this is the boat I want to have. Let me go touch it. Let me go feel it. Let me go get on it. Let me take a picture of it. Let me put it in uh, on my uh, vision board. Let me, you know, do all these things to know what I'm working towards, find my find a purpose of something I want to work towards and um, help make it a reality, right? Because that I think is a, another step in, in that reality, right? Like, hey, maybe I want to work at this place someday. Maybe I want to buy this type of car. Whatever it is, um, putting it into reality, I think, is, is a good step to make it happen.
1: Well, I think it's one of the most important steps because oftentimes I've set goals and I've set dreams and things that I want to accomplish and you don't really know how close those things are. You know what I mean? So, like, for example, I wanted to be a real estate investor. Well, I didn't have any real estate oh, I, I didn't have rental properties. I didn't have self-storage facilities. But the one thing I did was I went out and talked and communicated and just walked self-storage properties. I, if there was one for sale nearby, even a couple hours by, I would just drive to it, walk around with a real estate agent and be like, what is it gonna take? What is, what is? I mean, how do I accomplish this? And you get out there and you realize that your dream is way closer than you fucking think. And for us, like the boat was a good a good example of that. That was a good execution of what we really want the particular boat that we want we've decided that it's not that Nordhaven 40 it's actually a Nordhaven 43 or 47 which is you know more like a half a million dollars and three quarters of a million dollars but we now know and have that expectation but we're also familiar with it and it's kind of set our dreams and goals in perspective it's not that far away and it was funny because the individual that was selling the boat gave us a huge perspective and and it's kind of, and it's also really sad to be honest with you, but this particular gentleman, he waited his entire life. His dream was to make a bunch of money, retire at 57 or 60 or however old he was and buy this boat and then go sail around the world. And the biggest problem with that was he waited. And it was so sad because as I talked to the broker, I go, well, what's going on with the seller? Like, what's the story? And he goes, well, dude, try not to cry, but he's dying, and I'm like, what are you talking about, like, so we go and visit Dale, Dale is a, not old guy, he's in like his early 60s, and he is dying from some type of cancer, and you can tell, I mean, he's clearly got the chemo, he's bald, he looks like just shit, but it's full of life, and he's so, it's so sad, because he spent his entire life working for this particular dream, and now he's not able to execute it, and it just... It put fucking gas in my fucking pipe. I don't know if that makes any sense, but when, when you look at your life and you look at the dreams and the the wants, don't fucking wait. Like, go out and try and do it as fast as possible because you don't like tomorrow's not guaranteed. And it just made, it made everything that I wanted out of life, like make me want to get it that much faster because fucking you could you could spend your entire life saving. You could spend your entire life, you know, wishing and dreaming. But when in in reality, sometimes the shit's going to get taken away from you way sooner than you think.
0: Yeah, and, and sometimes that's what we need is kind of that um, reminder of of that because we do. We'll get caught up in our daily lives, get caught up in doing things, and then sometimes we forget what our goals are and, and needing to execute right. Like anyone that's even stuck at a job that they hate, like. Don't waste another day if you absolutely hate it doing that. Like, get out and do get to some, like, because, like you said, tomorrow's not guaranteed. And if you're wasting time with anything you're doing, it's you're going to look back and be like, man, I just wasted 10 years or whatever it is. And then now I can't do this, do that. So it's a good reminder. Um, You know, we used to get that reminder all the time, uh, what we used to do, and having to deal with, um, you know, obviously getting people post uh death and and you know it's just one of those things that yeah it's you got a guy that has his boat finally got it and then hasn't gotten to enjoy it um so it is a good reminder of like whatever that thing you're waiting on doing uh start working towards it today whatever it is whether it's career whether it's starting a business whether it's buying something like get going on it um because you, you're right you, you don't know when your time's up
1: well and it so my wife and i when we were sitting down to decide if this was the boat for us or not. And we had a long conversation on a beach, which was pretty, I don't want to say romantic, because it was like 30 mile an hour winds and it was raining on us. But my son was insistent on playing with sand toys and wanted to get in the ocean. So we're like, "Ah, oh, we'll put our rain gear on if I can sit on the beach and drink beer and let them you know, play and see if this is kind of the direction we want to go on. And we went down both roads. And I think a lot of people need... Or maybe, the, maybe not need, but maybe this is a good example that they can use in their life. We went down the road of the boat. How do we make this dream happen right now? What could we do? And there was a couple options. I could go get a job. We could sell all our real estate portfolio and just take the cash and buy a boat and, and live on the ocean and hopefully be able to live on very little. Um, or we could choose not to make that decision and set our goals a little bit farther down the road for what we truly wanted, which was a little bit bigger boat, a little bit more, you know, little finer things that we needed, especially with a dog and a child, you know, on this particular boat. But it was it was a good exercise to be able to go around go down both particular roads to see if we could accomplish this goal. And to be honest with you, we are way closer than I ever thought we were when it comes to assets and being able to cash out and go live one of our particular dreams of living on a boat and and doing the ICW and doing the Great Loop and going down to the Caribbean and and possibly traveling around the world on a boat, which was, you know, in all honesty, kind of terrifying. But it seems like I've done this in my life about every six months. And I'll give you another example. Like back in December, uh, we went down to Mexico. And one of the things that we like to do is we like to just walk around the local town and see what kind of stores and stuff. And there is a particular store that's rather fancy it was not it was not flip-flop and board shorts type store it was the Rolex store okay I have this dream or this want to you know eventually own a Rolex and it was funny because when we walked in that particular store life slowed down life changed and life all of a sudden your goals and wants are right in front of you and you're able to feel it touch it look at it and really make a determination if that's actually what you want and I just think it's such an important exercise to, for people to do because your your goals and dreams and wants and desires are fucking right around the corner. You just got to work a little bit harder, and I think that's that's one of the exercises, exercises I do often to keep me motivated in the path that I'm going down.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, it's a good thing. I don't know how often I, I'd say maybe yeah, six months, maybe even a year. Sometimes I spread it out, but probably sometime you start working on a little bit more often is just doing that, right? Like whether it's revisiting things you want, looking at it. Um, I, I had a store, uh, you know, years back and, you know, recent, and it's something that I, I do is just when I'm more recently driving around, just looking at storefronts for rent, right? Like empty spaces and, and start visualizing like, cause I think it'd be cool to have a store again and just seeing the spaces that are out there. And, um, a lot of those things that we want or, or want to do again they, they are right around the corner they are a possibility it's just a matter of of you know writing it down uh looking at it going touching feeling seeing it making the calls like you're talking about when you're looking at the uh storage units and what what do i need to do to make this happen again um and, and it's a thing uh that even grant cardone talked about before he even bought his first estate. he spent he said a few years looking at properties that's all i did right researching looking 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 um before he finally you know bought his first property and it's one of those things that i think we don't um do it enough or don't or it's it's just that right like people probably think it's silly like oh why why would i be looking at ads all day for rolexes i I, you know it's going to be years before i have it why why should i go look at one why should i if I have the opportunity to touch one, I'm gonna try one on. Why? Why should I even go do that? Uh, but there's so much to that of looking at it, uh, visualizing it. You know, putting putting that out there, putting it into the universe to put it into existence. Right? You, if you put the obviously, you have to do the work behind it to get there. But I truly believe. Uh, I'm sure you might be the same. Just that visualization and doing all those are gonna get you to that one day.
1: Well dude, I I think it's I think it's the energy that you put out in the world. Like if you start if you start talking and dreaming and 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 visualizing these things but then going out and actually physically touching them and having like that relationship with that item, it just makes it so much it's way more real. Like if your dream is to is to drive an F430 Ferrari, go to the Ferrari dealership and just go look at it. I'm assuming they're not going to let you drive it, but fuck sit in the front seat and make and understand what the you know what the feeling of the seats do, what the steering wheel like actually like looks like, and what it actually what the leather actually like feels like. And where's the fucking shifter? Is there even a shifter? Is there a fucking is there a computer screen that you can understand? I mean, and and maybe you know your dream isn't a four hundred thousand dollar car or a four hundred thousand dollar yacht or a fifteen thousand dollar watch, but it could be as simple as you know you're in a particular position where you know you're living in a fucking trailer and you want a house for your family. Go look at houses, go to an open, go to an, you know, an uh, open house and just walk through that three bedroom, two bath that you've dreamed and visualized and, and wrote down every day in your dream journal of owning someday, go on, and actually physically touch those things and see what, see what it actually costs, run the numbers. That's another thing that like my wife looked at me in this Rolex store and goes, how do we make this happen? And she's great at that. She always asked me if we're going to do this, how do we make it happen? How do we make it happen today? Because I think you're often way closer to your dreams and wants than you will ever know unless you do the math. I do the math all the time. If it's a piece of real estate, if it's... So, to give you another example, we looked at a $750,000 triplex in downtown Woodstock, Georgia. If I told you a $750,000 triplex, two-bedroom, one-bath units, we're going for $750,000 Woodstock, Georgia, you'd be like, you're out of your mind. That's that's California prices because it is... But we went and looked at it and felt it and ran the numbers to see if we could make it work. And unfortunately, we could not because it just did not make sense cash flow wise. And the deal was bust. It was wrong. It was the wrong deal for us. They needed a cash buyer and we're not a cash buyer. But I think it's so important. And and when you read those things and you listen to those mentors and, you know, you read a great book like, you know, uh, what's that book you called by a freaking it's a hundred year book. What I've read it like three times. Uh, Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich. I mean. It's so fun to read those things and put those things into action, but actually physically doing it is way more fucking real. And I think it comes down just to the energy alone that you put into the world and the things that are around you are, you're attracted to and you know, it it just makes life so much easier. Uh,
0: it, but it, and it also goes in opposite, right? Cause there oh, the, yeah. those people out there, it, it, the negativity, right? If, if you're like, I'm never going to be able to afford this. I'm never, you know, when you start putting the negative out there as well, which it which it also talks about, is that will hinder it, right? You're you're putting that energy out into the world to not give it to you, to not help you with it. When you when you talk negative, when you uh, have those negative thoughts, negative, like I. I just any type of negativity, I try and get away from it. I don't even want to say negative things, and, and you know, people kind of will laugh at it at, at you when you try and say that. But, but it's true. There, there are people you'll meet people, and that all they talk about is negativity. Like it doesn't matter what it is. Like you know, like they they something good just happened to them. Ah, but it it could have been this. Could, like no, like, and I think it it people don't realize how much it can hinder you because, like I you said, you're putting that negative energy instead of putting positive energy into the world you're putting that negative energy and, um, you know, it visualization, thinking about things, it can't happen. I mean, I, I've had, you know, not, I've had little things that I've thought about, thought about, thought about, and eventually, you know, obvious months and sometimes a year later, something finally happens or somehow some, you know, something similar happens and it's like, wow, you know, people might say, nah, it's just coincidence, but I truly believe, you know, you think about it enough, you visualize enough, um, with action, things will, you know, transpire, you know, and, and I'm not talking, it's not always materialistic, things It could just be meeting someone, right? Like, I've heard tons of stories of people like, oh, I'm going to meet this person, I'm going to meet this person, I'm going to meet this person. Eventually, they meet that person, you know, and, and you know, whether, you know, someone famous, someone that you look up to, whatever it is, and, and it's, it's all about putting that energy, writing it down, you know, doing the things that eventually will get you to, you know, maybe meeting that mentor, meeting that, you know it could be I've heard of people even trying to meet someone in a relationship. They write down their ideal person, right? Like this is my ideal person and and you know they think about it and eventually they they tell the story of like, oh, yeah, I met my wife and I had written it down and so it's it's all that type of energy and and visualizing and writing down it it, it works. you know there's so many proven uh, things that people have said hey it's, it's' it's worked for me so it's it's putting those vibes out there are great.
1: Well, and it, I'll give you another example of, of something that actually happened to me. It a couple of years ago, I was looking for a self storage facility, and my budget was limited. I was looking for a very specific facility because I didn't have a lot of money. And sure enough, I was I was searching LoopNet. I was on Crexie. I was calling real estate agents. I was I was trying to do, surround myself with that community, and I was on the Facebook groups. I was just engulfed in it i was reading the books i was watching the youtube videos and i was putting things into action and it was weird because about three four months into this journey this search for this ideal property it all of a sudden popped up and it was crazy it was overlooked it was undervalued and the agent sucked and it was a bank deal and they bank needed their money now and guess what i had just enough cash they wanted like I think they wanted like 85 for it and I bought it for 75 because I was able to provide them cash, but that was pretty much all the cash I had. I had like five grand extra just to put into the deal to, to fix it up. But it was one of those things that I tell people that story now. And I say, Hey, I've got this 6,000 square foot facility, you know, in South Georgia. And they're like, Oh my God, how much did you buy it for? Like three, four, $500,000. I go, no, I, I bought it for 75. Like, how the hell did you find that deal? And I'm like, well, I just fucking looked I just kept looking and I kept asking, I kept, I kept just after it. I, I, I had the energy and and was putting out there in the world. And sure enough, for some reason it, 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 you know, it became a fruition. It was, it all of a sudden just, it just evolved right in front of me. And it was a no brainer. It was so simple. But I think if I wasn't putting the work, if I wasn't doing the necessary searches, I wasn't making the phone calls, I wasn't out there in the Facebook groups, I would have never found that deal. Someone else would have swooped that deal up in a heartbeat, paid cash for it, and then they probably would have, you know, flipped it. Like I'm, you know, thinking about doing. But it was just one of those things that it was just another example for me that if you, if you do the work and you are putting that energy out there, the things that you do want will come to you. And it's happened to me many, many times. It, I mean, I I can give you several examples, but that's the one that comes to mind right now.
0: Oh, of course. And, And even, uh, when a bad thing or quote unquote bad thing happens to you, you know, you don't know that was actually a good thing for you until sometimes it can be years later, right? Like events happening like, man, you know, in the moment you're like, well, what am I going to do? And and this or that, um, you know, for for me, that's when I lost my job and that at the time I was like, shit. But, you know, looking back and and to where I am now, like it's, it it was a blessing, right? It, It, it put me into such a better place that I know I wouldn't have been, the person I am today without that happening. So it's one of those things that even for bad events or negative events, you got to just in the moment or even, you know, even months after the moment, you don't see it. But in in the future, you'll, you'll know, like it, it happened for a reason and it's things happen uh, for a reason to get you in the right direction to get you on the right path to get you where you're supposed to be. And so we, we always, whether it's good or bad, you have to look uh, and, and see what is this teaching me? Where, where is this getting me to go? Um, which is like I said similar of putting in doing the research, doing all that stuff for things to happen for you.
1: So what is they what is the one thing that like right now you're trying to put out in the world to uh to accomplish here here in the near future?
0: Uh man, putting one thing that I'm just like really striving for and, and it's it's the is to be undeniable, right? To to basically when when I show up or what what who I am as a person, people are like, man, that guy, you know, he, he's the guy, you know, so my thing is like, how, how can I put in the work of whether it's training, whether it's making the most phone calls, whether it's sending the most emails, whatever, whatever it is to to be like, when someone sees me, you know, as a leader or as that person, be like, dude, that guy, that, that guy is, no one comes close to him. So my thing is, is, is that I'm putting in whatever work I can to be the best version of myself and just to be, be that, to be undeniable as, as a leader and, and as a person. So uh, that's what I'm doing with, whether it's visualizing it. And then on top of that, you know, putting in the actual work to become that.
1: It's incredible. You, you always, you always give like a fucking Harvard answer. I love it. Like, ah, I was, I was expecting you to be like, Oh, you know, I'm doing a lot of sit-ups, you know, that's what, that was going to be my answer. <sighs>
0: I mean, going, that, that's part of it, right? Going to the gym every day, like putting in the work of like making sure I'm... And this is another thing, too, where uh, I think, I forget who said it, uh, but it was on the podcast, and where they were like, be be where you are, right? Or be where your feet are. So, Which, because we're all... What that's saying is just when you're... If you're at work, be at work. If you're with your kids, be with your kids, right? Like, put down the phone and be present. And, you know, I been working that on the gym at the gym because you know it's so easy when you're in between sets you're, re- you're resting for 30 seconds you pull out your phone and you let me check my email for like the hundredth time let me check my text message let me check social media but i, I tried to like i'm really not going to pick up my phone and man i felt like i just had that uh, crazy uh better workout i did more in that time because I, I have a set time that i'm at the gym Uh, so it's one of those things I'm trying to implement too, is being where my feet are to be more productive, to do more, you know, uh, whatever it is. So I can, you know, be different and not just be average.
1: I I feel like that saying needs to be on a t-shirt, you know, like because it, no, it's a good reminder. It's, it's a good reminder for me to say the least. It's something that, um, I've had some bad luck, you know, here in the last couple months, but where my feet have landed is in a pretty remarkable place. And it's something that, you know, I'm, I'm pretty thankful for It's, it's one of those things that, uh, you, you know, it, you do need a, you need a T, you need a t-shirt line of that. That's, that's for damn sure. Nate, that, that should be on Twitter somewhere. That should be Nate's quote. That's, that's pretty, that's pretty remarkable.
0: We'll need some action takers t-shirts. So that's what we'll need. We'll need some, some quotes on the back and we'll have our, uh, you know, action takers podcast, uh, t-shirts available uh you know coming soon you know so uh, you know i mean that'd be a good thing to do you know for us to have a little personalized uh or motivational motivational uh, t-shirts
1: dude it so i've i've been getting into uh i'm learning more about communities because i'm thinking about firing up the aloha press now for the listeners out there who have no idea what the hell the, the Aloha Press is. It, it was my golf company that I shut down uh, last, like at the end of last year. Um, I gave up on it. It it was driving me crazy. I was I was relying on too many odd things. And for whatever reason, I just, I just, I scrapped it. And now I'm I'm about to embark on this journey of, of traveling around the United States. The one thing that's really cool about the United States is there's fucking golf courses everywhere. My wife's like, why don't you just film it and fucking do the Aloha Press again? And I'm like shit, maybe. And anyways, I'm, I've been looking at like communities and building, like uh, rebranding the Aloha press essentially. And I've, uh, I've, I don't know, like with, with our podcast, I was thinking about, I'm like, shit, why can't we do with this with the podcast also? Like I've been looking at these communities and a good God, they're expensive. I, I looked at this one private golf community. It's 500 bucks to just join. And then I was looking at business communities and holy crap, People pay a good damn dollar to uh, to get into these things. It is remarkable. I looked at one; it was seven thousand dollars. I looked at another; it was thirty thousand dollars. I looked at another one; it was a hundred thousand dollars just to be a part of these people's groups. And I was thinking about it. I'm like, shit, we could do a like, we could do a little flash sale here, you know, a little, you know, a little, little free ninety nine on this whole uh, Action Takers podcast group.
0: Yeah, I mean, there is a a thing where people want to be around like-minded people right like a hundred thousand dollar group like uh for the majority of people they'll be like what hundred thousand dollars to be part of a group like how how is that it, well, that's crazy right it's more than i make in a year. uh people will say that but then when you look at it though those people that are in it they they want to be around like-minded people that can pay that much money one and, and two because when you're around that it's just you're having those different conversations right like you're having those people, uh, no matter what the community is, you know, that are similar, right? Like even with golf, right. You want to be around a bunch of golfers. So you're going to join that. And so you can, you know, be around people that are talking golf or have maybe better skills in golf and where you can pick stuff up But the business, business communities are the same thing. And I think that the benefit to it is in which, you know, you've seen it, the, the cost of entry gets you different people around, right? If you're, only got to pay a hundred dollars to be a part of this community versus $500 to without, you know, you're at every level you're around different types of people and, and it shows, um, with, with that.
1: Well, it, are you a part of any of these communities? I'm, I'm part of one that I pay for every year and it's, uh, it, the community leader did a podcast and she was talking about it and, she she gave some some advice to 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 the young entrepreneur. She goes, the best advice I ever get is from billionaires who I meet in first class who are too cheap to fly private. And I was like, that's one hell of a hack. Like if you could fly first class, you probably got a you probably got a few dollars in your bank. And I was thinking about it, I'm like, good god, that could be you know if you find a cheap first first class flight somewhere, might be one hell of a way to build a little community.
0: Oh, definitely. I mean, it, it's it's all those type of things, right? Like going, um, I mean, just even think about that, like at, at a sporting event, right? Like if you happen to get floor seats for however reason or like typically the people that you're going to be sitting next to are these people that can afford 10,000, 15,000 floor seats, but maybe you happen to get them for a thousand, you know what I mean? And then you get to spend three hours sitting next to your local millionaire business owner Multi-millionaire, you know that that's happened to be there. You know, so who knows? It's same type of thing, right? Like you get in a f- first-class flight, or, or so many examples that that can is almost like a, a hack to be able to spend time next to someone that has a wealth of knowledge that, in any other circumstance, you wouldn't be able to be next to them or talk to them.
1: Dude, it, I was thinking about running a little what? test run with with the action takers, and it just came to me. And and this is probably one of my biggest problems, but. I was thinking about taking out some Facebook ads and just running a little ad, you know, maybe hundred bucks worth of ad revenue. Building a little website, little community website, and just seeing if we could get anyone to sign up for the action takers. Uh, I, I don't know what we call it, but something community. I was I was thinking about running just a little test run, little little experimental business.
0: I was just thinking about taking an ad just to, to get more uh, knowledge uh, about our podcast the other day. I was like, Hey, cause I had, you know, I've been making a couple posts just on you know Instagram about our podcast. So they was like, Oh, maybe we should just, you know, same thing. Just, just so people, more people will know about it, you know, run, run, uh, run a little bit of ad or two on it. Uh, and even maybe in a, like a short video, right? Like a clip of us, uh, some audio, or maybe one of our video clips, just, you know, just boost it just, just for the hell of it. Um, just because, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think with, you know, awareness and and building brand. And, and it's a good thing. I mean, I've heard of people testing all kinds of things, right? Like they build out a website, they have quote unquote fake products. Like it's a real product, but they don't actually have it yet. And they will test out, right? Like do ads, see how many people purchase this uh, item uh, to see is, is there a a market for it? Right? Like, I don't know, watches, right? Let me just, I'm going to sell these watches. I'm going to boost ads and do I get 10,000 people to buy these watches before I even have them yet. Or, is it a bus and only 50 people? And so I know, hey, actually, I'm not going to start that business.
1: Well, so is that, that's kind of, this sounds a little scheming. I think the way you get around it is if you do something like that, I, I think to avoid jail time, you just have to credit them your money back. You got to send them an email. Hey, unfortunately the, you know, the warehouse in China blew up. We were unable to fulfill your order. Here's your money back. Sorry for the inconvenience. Because oh, I think yeah, if yeah. you just steal their money, I think you're going to jail.
0: No, no, no. They, yeah, they, they, didn't. So they, they would refund everyone, but, but they, that's, they would do it with different IM to testing. Yeah. They would get all their money back, but you know, so they would make the small investment in the website and the ads, you know, a couple thousand, which is, you know, you spend $5,000 versus starting up spending, investing $150,000 in around business. That's not going to go anywhere. Um, you know, so yeah, no, they, they would do that, but it was, it's just interesting, right? Cause it is, with the way ads run, I mean, or it doesn't even have to be that you can be thinking it maybe coming soon and you can just see the kind of feedback on comments or whatever of whether it's a gym, whether it's a store, whatever it is that you can run ads and and test and see, uh, which one's going to do better. And I think Gary Vee's even talked about that where, you know, two different ads competing against each other to see what, what business is going to be better to start or gym location or, or
1: whatever it is.
0: Um, I think yeah, Gary's talking about that because you have that ability to spend a hundred bucks and just test things out.
1: Well, it, so I kind of like that idea. Hmm. I might run with it. I might run with it, Nate, to say the least. It uh, I've got a, ha- I've got some time on my hands. I've closed down a bunch of different things, and I'm like. My wife's like, she's, you're driving me crazy. Like you, you need, you need to fulfill your calendar. Okay. You need to fill it up. You know, we're going to do, we're going to travel and that's great. You know, schedule some time for that, but you need to fill your time. And, and, and what I was doing today was not fulfilling to say the least. I was sending letters to potential sellers of self storage facilities, but it, and I was having all these crazy entrepreneurial thoughts and it just came to me. I go, well, why don't we just spin up a little website? It, you might say it costs thousands. Uh, I'll do it for 19.99 if you if you if you you know give me the best deal.
0: Yeah, (laughs) sounds like a deal. I I, I'm excited for the Aloha Press coming back. Uh, You know, are you really? Are you? No, I am. I I think there's so much that you can do with that. Like you know, and I think we've talked about this years years ago. But like, whether it's you know a serious thing or being less serious about it, it. When I say less serious about going to these different golf courses and. Uh, I mean, just, just, I mean, look at how barstool is, right? I mean, you could do something that specifically with golf and, you know, being out there and, and getting, maybe getting press passes and being able to talk to these players and just, you know, all these different things, going to the golf courses, you know, there's just so much, uh, that you can do with it. And golf is obviously still a popular thing. You know, I think, uh, with what's, uh, now I can't even think of what it's top golf has obviously helped golf, uh, the average person get more uh, excited about it because they can just go out and drink and be uh do the digital uh, driving range and whatnot. But yeah, you know, so there's all these things that have, you know, still helped golf grow. So it's uh, i I'm excited for that, man. You know?
1: Well, it, so I, I was thinking about it and I was like, I've spent like a week really thinking about it and trying to determine what I actually want to do in my life. Like, cause I'd like to have, I like having like a serious business where I can like, I call them suit businesses. So, like, my real estate portfolio, investing in real estate, I like to dress up, you know, like into, you know, like golf slacks and, you know, a nice polo. But then I want my fun business. I like having that outlet. I They're kind of hobby businesses, but it's one of those, like, it's one of those businesses that you do, you know, 30, 40 hours a week, and it's just fun. It's just... It it never really gets old. And that's what I was kind of excited about. And if I'm gonna be traveling and seeing and being near all these courses, why the hell not, you know, just videotape the shit I'm gonna be doing anyways and putting it out there in the world and trying to build a community that, you know, people pay five hundred dollars to be part of a private golf community and to be able to share their thoughts and be able to, you know, I don't know. I I would love to make a couple hundred thousand dollars and play golf all at the same time. I think that would be, you know, that would be great for my uh mental state
0: yeah i mean and, and there's so much you can do with because it's still relevant like with reviews of like hey don't get the fucking cheeseburger at uh i don't know thousand oaks golf course here in, in ohio like hey, it just now nah. but you know what if you get the freaking uh a blt sandwich that's on i mean i don't know like there's so you can do reviews hey the bathrooms and eh, but you know they got this and uh, there's so much things right you can review the freaking they're a pro shop. They don't have anything. If you need some clubs, uh, do not go there. But I don't know. There's just like there's so many different layers you could do of just like going up of, of of that or doing serious stuff on it of video recording different things of the course or whatever pictures and people could see it before they ever go there. And, and it's uh, yeah, I mean, I think it, there's, there's so much you can do with it uh, like you were already doing. So it's I think it's a cool thing.
1: I'm excited about it. I'm excited for the journey here in the next six, nine months. It's on my way to my yacht. That's that's the goal. It, I touched the yacht. I was on the yacht. I, I now know... What I'm gonna call the yacht, it's just a matter of accomplishing that. And I think it's through a couple businesses. So I'm excited about it. What I'm really excited about is the the listeners paying their dues. All you gotta do is like and subscribe and also just share the show because sharing it is the only way we market it because we don't take on advertisements, we don't we don't charge you for a community. You get to be here for absolutely free. And the only fee is liking, subscribing, and telling a friend and sharing the show who might need this little motivation weekly.
0: Yes. And to be a part of our journey, I mean, I do this, what we just talked about, I'm I'm like pumped up talking about businesses. Like, I don't know, we we got onto this topic and I'm like, man, I'm ready. I need to find something else to start, you know, just, just to have, like you said, for fun, you know, Hey, this is serious. This is something I want to do for fun. We got our podcasts. uh, There's just so much going on. Uh, Yeah. So hopefully the listeners are as pumped up as we are. They got some ideas flowing. They're writing some stuff down and uh, yeah, we'll be, be a part of our journey.
1: So until next week,
0: Take some action.
1: Oh, I love it, Nate. You nailed it. Holy shit! All right, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. And uh, in in the meantime, you got something else to say? What, what are, no. What I'll you say got? yeah.
0: No. Say have a good one, man.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. We'll we'll see you later. Did Did you notice we do like the what is it? The Irish goodbye? Is that racist? That might be racist, but it's just we. I like to cut the podcast like unexpectedly because it kind of jolts people like awake <laughs> maybe if they're driving down the road at eighty miles an hour. Um, I was thinking about that. I'm like. Do we do that? Do we just fucking... Anyways, it, uh, anyways, take some action and we'll talk to you next week. All right, man. Have a good one. Cheers. It's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry, we devour. Put in the work, put in the hours and take what's ours.